what are you on about? Hello, you little freaks. How are you doing? Uh, welcome to episode 12. Is it 12? It's 12. 12, wicked. It's my favourite number. That's a lie. I don't know why I said that. It's um, a good number. What's your favourite number? Uh, I always liked four. Why four? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might have been uh, because I really used to like the colour blue when I had a book uh, when I was a... Uh, very young and learning to count, and it had like four blue balls. Oh, maybe right. it wasn't blue balls. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> four blue yeah, balls. It was quite an explicit programming. <laughs> like two friends who don't share their feelings for each other. Four, four blue, blue balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to episode 12 of What Are You On About? Um, <laughs> that's what we should have called the podcast Four, four Blue, blue Balls. balls. <laughs> We'll do a rebrand if this one doesn't work out. Yeah, a quartet of blue balls. <laughs> a quartet of blue balls. There's the title. Um, there you go. Um, now you don't have to worry about what it's called. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's always in. the worst bit. I have yeah. to go through and go, oh, what am I going to call it? You do a good job. They're yeah. like sort of um, like Harry Potter titles in a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the first couple just started with A, so I thought I'll, I'll always call it uh, something, something. Oh, right. Um, but then you realise like... Yeah, that's quite hard. Yeah. But, Maybe we know. should have, like, spelt something. We should have done a dead space. Yeah. I forgot to bring that up. Um, yeah. That uh, the chapter names in the first dead space game spell out something. Do they? Yes. Do you want me to tell you? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Tell me, because I don't remember that. Uh, it says Nicole is dead. Oh, holy Yeah, shit. yeah. So uh, the chat... So spoilers, guys. But yeah, the chapter, uh, chapter titles uh, spoil the reveal at the end. Boy. I know, right? Yeah, but cool. I never noticed. Really? Oh, yeah. right, yeah. That was like, I knew that when the original game came out. So it was like, um, yeah. I think I just read it somewhere and I went, yeah. oh, really? And then as I was Very playing meta. the game. Yeah. yeah, Such a good game. So good. Round of applause for Dead Space again. <laughs> well done. Yeah, how are you, man? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's. Uh, it feels like it's only been about three days since we did the last one, doesn't it? Yeah. When did we record the other one? Last Tuesday. Is it last Tuesday? Yeah. But there's been a bit of a gap between the last few, haven't there? So. No, no, no. We've been keeping up with it. Um, yeah, they yeah, just haven't been listening different. to the other yeah, episodes. Yeah. We're, we're calling where this have one. You been? Epi- yeah. Where, what the fuck is your... this? Episode forty-eight. Yeah. This is episode forty-eight. <laughs> we've been. We've had all sorts of stuff happen. We've had. Uh, We've had Robin Pattinson on the show. Um, yeah, he was a nice bloke, wasn't he? He was until he said a slur, but that was fine. We did cut that out. I shouldn't have mentioned that. We could just cut that bit out. Mm, that's, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Um, that's for one day if we ever do a Patreon. That's Yeah, we do for Patreon. Tier 8. And if you Robert, just get a ringtone of Robert Pattinson's slur. And if Robin Pattinson gets cancelled, we can be like, we knew it all along. Yeah. Um, sorry. Did you say anything? No, 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 no. We didn't. We were just, uh, we were too scared. Yeah. We we saddled him. We saddled him. <laughs> we, uh, just, we would just wait until he died. Yeah, and then yeah. We were just, just going to release him. <laughs> so there you go. Um, whenever we put the Patreon up, uh, whenever Robert Patterson dies, um, we'll we'll give you the we'll give you the slur clip. Yeah, oh, it's worth it. I feel like we could have come up with something quite funny, but mm. haven't. So Dean Dobbs, yes. What have you been playing? I have been playing and also ogling at. Bayonetta, free. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. I know. Okay. Doing the sort of Vic and Bob knee Ooh. rub. Oh. Yeah. Um, I love controversy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we, do we speak a bit about that? We didn't, right? We didn't, no. I think we did off mic last week about this controversy. Yeah, so I'm sure, I'm sure everybody is like already, like if they know, they're like, oh God, this. Like yeah. the thing that seems to n- not end at the moment. 
Yeah, it's all a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, so we're not going to properly get into it. You can just Google it. And chances are, if you listen to this, you probably already know what's going on. But yeah. um, I've forgotten her name. Was it Helena Taylor, I believe? I do not know. Uh, just say Helena Taylor. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, there was a pay issue, basically. Um, yeah. She uh, didn't believe she was being paid the right fee for her work, and that seemed pretty legit. Turns out there was a little bit more to the story than that. Yeah. It became a she says they say sort of thing and yeah all very weird yeah and then unfortunately it, instead of it becoming about um if voice actors are being paid fair in the industry it then became um well let's dig deeper into into uh, helena's uh, yeah. into hers uh, thing turns out she's uh potentially a bit of a turf and a bit of a not into a not uh, not exactly pro choice yeah which Mm, not ideal is it just not ideal um and uh yeah that was a strange one so then obviously calling for a boycott of bayonetta 3 i was in a weird one with that because i went i was really looking forward to bayonetta 3 yeah. but you know but the moment they said she might be a turf I went oh what's what's that feeling is that <laughs> oh it's the guilt rubbing off me it's like disappearing yeah. it's like it's going off into the air and dissolving and, and maybe that's not entirely the right way to view it but it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you always, I, I would imagine we're similar. We both work in the creative industries. Um, you're instinctively on the side of creative people who should be paid a fair price. Yes. Like that part, out, I don't disagree with. Yeah, like, but I mean, what? Well, I don't really know what voiceover rates are. When she said it was four grand, I was like, that is rubbish. Yeah, so it, it turned but out that it, it was four grand. It four grand. It was, was four like, grand a session and... Um, so uh, basically, Platinum Games said that she had asked for a six-figure sum. And uh, then she responded to that and clarified that it was $4,000 a session, which would have amounted to probably about, I think it said four or five sessions. So you're looking at like yeah. 15, 20 grand maybe, um, which is not bad uh, for, you know, a it game. It's not bad. Um, but then she then decided to reveal what the actual six-figure sum was. And it was Did she? I didn't see 250K that. 250k she asked for. Fucking hell. I know. I mean, like I say, like, you, like, you, like you've just said, mm. I don't know what the going rate is for something like that. I would imagine it's not that unless you're pretty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Troy Baker gets paid. Like, you know, he does the I last would imagine of he and... doesn't get paid that for The Last of Us. Yeah, like, he's got to get paid something good. Yeah, oh, know? yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure. But that's, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, and like also he does mocap as well, and that's very yeah, different yeah, to um, that's just. Very true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't do mocap, but she didn't seem to clarify that because yeah. I would say like, well, if you want me to do mocap and that, that's a different thing entirely, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, you're, definitely. Getting, you're getting two things there. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, that all happened. But I have been playing Bayonetta three. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, like, I mean, let us know if you're upset with me. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not entirely don't. sure if I'll care too much because, yeah. as much as I hate to say it, um, game's pretty, uh, pretty fucking good. Is it? It's quite. It's quite good. I, yeah. Nice one, man. I've not played any of the bayonets actually. Were they always Nintendo? No. Uh, the the first one yeah, was uh, was multi-platform. It, yeah, I just seem to remember it. But was it on 360? Yes, it was on 360. But That's I, where I, I never played, played it. Played it. Yeah. I remember playing that first game and. Bayonetta, so for context, she is a witch. And uh, right. uh, at the beginning of the game, she starts fighting these like kind of angel things. Uh, uh, lumens, I think they're called. And nice. They, they don't call heaven heaven, but they call it paradiso. Oh, and okay. Yeah. And uh, she's fighting them. And then all of a sudden, Fly Me to the Moon starts playing. 
cool. Yeah, so she's doing like that, like, fly me yeah. to the moon. And I'm that sat there like nice. at uni going, I've not watched enough anime to like yeah. really. It felt, it felt wrong. Does that make sense? Like, I didn't get the language of this sort okay. of stuff. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, got you. But I enjoyed the time. And then, nice. uh, but then basically uh, what happened is Nintendo um, made a deal with Platinum and basically said, we will fund Bayonetta 2. Okay. Then she ended up in Smash Brothers. So, you know, that was kind of wild. Like, uh, and then I guess Bayonetta is now a Nintendo thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, Bayonetta 2 is one of my one of my faves. Great action game. Like just, okay. just pure like adrenaline and really funny. Uh, filled with variety as well. It's not just beating up stuff. Like I don't even want to spoil the things that, sometimes, okay. that you do sometimes. Lovely. Like Bayonetta 3 is no different. It's, okay. uh, it's a case of like, it's just bombastic action. Sometimes um, that is what you want, man. I think you genuinely like it. Like, yeah, it, it's yeah, definitely it short like bursts. Like, being on the Switch as well, like, you know, I'll be like, oh god, because it is—it's essentially boss fight after boss fight after okay. boss fight. Um, like I say, there are things to, you know, give you a bit of variety. Mm-hmm. But oh boy, like, <laughs> there is a lot of fighting. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, I think I think you'd like it. Okay, like, cool. She wears glasses, doesn't she? She does. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. See many action heroes with glasses on. No, no, no. Representing the uh, ocularly impaired. No, and she doesn't fall into that trope of like if you if they take off their glasses, and it's usually a a, a trope that falls on women in, in films and stuff. They take off their glasses, and suddenly oh, yeah. they're way more attractive. Yeah. It's like no, Bayonet is just objectively like gorgeous <laughs> with the glasses, and she yeah. never takes them off. So that's pretty sick. Like, nice. Um, in the second game, she looked like a bit like a sort of sexy librarian. They gave her like a sort of shorter cut and great, yeah. And in this one, she's got a bit more sort of a hmm. I don't know if e girl is the right thing. They've definitely made her look younger as a result, sort okay. of thing. But she's like five hundred years old, so like that's fine. Yeah, I don't know if that's young by which standards. I don't know, but um, I would say that's. I don't know what I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, are you going to tell Bayonetta she's old? Like, yeah, well, you're past it, Bayonetta. Come on, love, see this one out. Yeah, you're a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a it's a good, fun, bombastic action. Game. Nice man. Yeah, yeah. So well worth navigating the controversy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I, fuck all that. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah. Obviously, be pay people their fair dues. They, like, you know, there's there's too much of that shit going on. Like, hundred percent. Um, but, you know, it's give and take, isn't it? Yeah, be be nice to trans people. Please. Please. That's not a gameplay feature. That's just a basic <laughs> basic bit of human decency. Yeah. You don't have to pay for that. It's not DLC. It's free. It's free. It is. Genu- it's free. Just, just a little bit of the milk of human kindness. Yeah, all, all you're really going to pay for is maybe your own little ego. Maybe. Fuck <clears throat> Graham Linehan. <laughs> He looks like a candle. Do you know what I mean? He looks like a used candle. Yeah, I mean, is there a more spectacular fall from grace? Uh, Kanye West? <laughs> yeah, he's giving him a run for his money, isn't he? Yeah, man, he's, yeah. Uh, he's just done that himself. Yeah. No one asked him to do it. Nothing but, pushed him. Yeah. It's just going DEFCON free on Jewish people. <laughs> no fucking hell, I man. know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's not in Bayonetta 3, but... <laughs> death con free but but actually spelled death con as yeah. in d-e-a-t-h yeah yeah <laughs> not even spelling it right oh does he not spell it right because it's, de- it's d-e-f oh death-con. i didn't you know, I didn't even yeah. clock that yeah but he spells it like death con which just that's unfortunate even a bit more sinister <laughs> do you remember when he tried to make a video game 
No, I remember 50 Cent's um, Blood on the Sand. Blood on the Sand. I think that was the sequel. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there was the, there was a, there's two of them. Okay. Um, I think Blood on the Sand is the sequel where um, oh, right. he, plays a, uh, he plays a gig somewhere and um, somewhere where there's sand. Um, okay. Yeah, he plays a gig and the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the venue owner doesn't have any money to pay them for the gig. Okay. And so it starts with like 50 Cent and his sort of, uh, his sort of uh, uh, crew or whatever threatening to shoot this guy <laughs> in the head. And I'm going, oh yeah, 50 Cent, he's like a cool dude. <laughs> that um, does sound great. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. And then, um, but then he goes, all right, fine. Um, here's this skull covered in gems as payment. <laughs> and 50 Cent looks at it and goes, you lucky motherfucker. And then... <laughs> Basically, something happens. This gang breaks into the venue. This woman steals the skull, oh, and the gameplay. Yeah, and the gameplay. I shit you not. Starts with him going, "That bitch took my skull." <laughs> <laughs> it's madness. Oh, I sort of want to play it. I only really remember it from Charlie Brooker doing a yes, that's like right, screen wipe or something where he was playing it and gave it a really funny review and just went, I spent my whole time trying to snag his balls on the end of a table because yeah. I found him so annoying. <laughs> so that's what I, that's why I um, heard about that, uh, heard about that game. And then uh, me and my mate decided to play it. And uh, we didn't play all of it, but it was, it was quite funny. It's, uh, it it's surreal. Good. Yeah. I wish, I wish more uh, musicians did something Absolutely. like that. I'd love to see, I don't know, um, Daft Punk do a, an open world sci-fi RPG. That'd be great. <laughs> Where the goal is that you have to do gigs in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'd be down for that. Who else? Um, who's topical? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I basically only know weird nerd music. What about... Um, um, we brought them up on the podcast like a few months ago now. Uh, they were a duo. Um, Chaz and Dave. Chaz and Dave. What would the Chaz and Dave video oh, game Chaz be? Chaz and Dave. Chaz and Dave are, would an amazing sort of GTA like where you play as Chaz and Dave navigating sort of 1970s East London. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say like give that it like a Shenmue, give oh, it a Shenmue vibe. Yeah, it's like yeah, proper like so good. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. You can have so much, so many funny Cockney characters. Can't you go to the pub, play some darts? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like not really. I'm about... going to blow your legs off. Yeah, like it's not even like about the music. It's yeah. just playing Chaz and Dave in their hometown, <laughs> like... drinking warm ale. Yeah, it's like you're running on like things. So at 7 p.m., meet Chaz for a beer like (laughs) yeah like oh that'd be great Uh, and then every once in a while you play a gig and it's like a rhythm game like sort of like Parappa the Rapper like type thing oh mate Chaz and Dave Parappa the Rapper you you get this for free guys come on Sony what are you doing Chaz and Dave you could make you honestly you could pitch that game as if they're original characters because almost no one one's gonna know no one under the age of 60 is gonna know I was gonna say yeah yeah um (laughs) yeah there you go that's Guys, let us know uh, what 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 musicians do you think should have a video game? What should they be? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah what's the My Chemical we'll... Romance video game? What's that? Well, let us know at what, what's the email? What, what are you, you on about, about babes, babes at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. There you go. We almost said that in sync. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to make it harder for you yeah. to listen. It's in the show notes, you prick. Just look at it. Um, what have you been playing? Uh, I have finally completed. Huh. Breath of the Wild. Round of applause. The crowd goes wild. Woo! Yeah! Hey, 
Spoiler Jazz Man here. I'm going to be playing some smooth jazz all over the big spoilers for this next game. So if you can hear the jazz, that game getting spoiled. Nice. Yeah, we really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sort of it was one of those games where I really sort of perfect for the Switch Lite because I don't think I could have blasted it for like hours and hours at a time. You know, just pick it up, have a little half hour, go for a wonder. I finally killed that fucking thunder blight. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a fucker. Like, yeah, he's um, he's well, easily the hardest. Sort of get. Yeah, he was harder than the final boss. Yeah, way harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you, I suppose like all of these bosses, once you sort of crack the rhythm of it and the sort of jumping back and doing the flurry thing. Yeah, and like the um, the bit that annoyed me with thunder blight the most, it wasn't the um, uh, the dodging bit. You know when yeah. he goes, quack, quack, quack. yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit, I, I got that okay. But you know when he starts doing the uh, the metal pillar thing? Oh shit! That yeah. is an absolute nightmare to control. Yeah, like, at least yeah, I found yeah. it was a, with combination of like getting up that this uh, uh, there's just not enough space for you to navigate. Yeah, like those those absolutely. platforms are very narrow. You're covered like with quite a few of these pillars, and you don't know which one's gonna really yeah, be electrified until yeah. it's and the window is so small and like yeah is that the one where you have to like basically lift one up with the magnet and then zap it and zap it yeah Yeah, but it's got to be the one he's like targeting with a certain animation that's interesting because I think I did that first time must have been pure fluke because I was just like you know obviously it takes a while to work out and you're like oh fuck maybe I need to lift these up yeah, I lifted it up and it just zapped him, and then that oh, was it. Oh, interesting! So I, I must have just fluked that one. Well, so the first time I did it, I was fine, but I yeah. I played that game, mm, I don't know, maybe five or six times now, all the way through. Nice. And I either do okay or struggle like crazy yeah, with that right. part. Um, um, I also uh, completed the game in a master mode. Do you, do you get that? Uh, I don't think you do because I think it's a DLC no, thing. Oh, yeah, I don't. Think I so. do recommend the DLC, by the way. Okay. Um, uh, there's a boss at the end of the second DLC mm-hmm. that's like the best boss out of the whole thing and it's okay, kind nice. it's kind of crazy that it's like it's even you know it's better than the final boss but you know we'll get to that but that's not yeah. hard I would argue um well yeah. sorry half of it yeah, is not yeah, very yeah. good um but yeah yeah uh, so when you said like you were sort of picking up and playing were you um would you pick it up and go I'm going to do story or you just go I'm just going to walk around see, what, yeah, see what's well, about that, that was exactly it so Sometimes I'd be like, right, I'm going to crack forward with the story, and then sometimes you just go, well, just you know, have a little explore. Um, there's still loads of it that I don't think I've done, like all those mazes. Oh, I would the get in those. Oh, the no, big, the no, big the... maze things. Yes, like labyrinths or something. I sort of went into one of those a couple of times, but they never cracked it. Well, and I... then just sort of went okay, and then just didn't go back to it. So, so I think I think they're kind of a, a bit naff. Are they? Um, right. At least in, this is just my personal opinion. Like. When I found the first big maze, I went, oh, yeah. cool, a big maze. Yeah. But it's there's like three of them or four of them on the map. Yeah, yeah, And they're yeah. just mazes. So oh, really? Is there nothing hiding in there? They. This is my, I mean, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll get into a more, not negative, but, you know, right. uh, critique, uh, critiques or whatever. But um, those that, that game for me, a lot of the time goes, because that game already took too long to make as it is. Yeah, so right. So when I play that game now, I go like, there are certain things where I go, some some of it does scream like time yeah, okay. issues like yeah. um like I say those mazes something about them just goes it's just a maze 
Like, and there's That's nothing more time. Consuming. Yeah, there's nothing more time-consuming than a maze. Yeah, I know. So it's a bit like, yeah, you can just throw a maze in because then that adds a bit of time. If there was like, because right. this is the thing I kind of wanted from the game was like bump into like characters along the way, kind of mm. like a Red Dead Two sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you bump into a character who wants to go in the maze but's too scared, and then you convince them and you go in together. Yeah. Because then yeah, there's a yeah. reason for reason that maze for it being there, other than yeah. just something to consume your time yeah that's sort of weirdly baffling that they're just there i mean i suppose in a way it's quite it's quite unusual quite brave design if it's not done for time reasons they're just like you can just play and explore this maze if, you well, want so to. if there was only one of them fine yeah, yeah but there's like i think there's like three of them and they all sort of work the same like, yeah, yeah there's no there's nothing really unique about any mm. of them um, and i also think i slightly broke the game and well maybe not but ooh, okay. by I didn't break it, but I think I did. So I went and did the flying monster. Oh yeah, first. So I got Diwali's Gale like well early. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is sort of game breaking. You're just like, I don't like this area. <laughs> Launch into the air sky. So like there were loads of bits where, you know, I I wouldn't. Um, I'd like miss out on a little character. Like I didn't realise that there's that character that you give the nuts to. And he increases your inventory. Oh my god! Till like know it. right near the end, because by the time I was going there, I'd like already got this gale. <laughs> and if there was a like long expanse between me and somewhere on the horizon, I just like shoot up in the air and glide there, man. So yeah, um, I, that's it's a fair point because obviously, I, yeah, I don't think they you haven't broken it because there's obviously nothing stopping you from yeah, doing yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, because like that, I agree with that. Because um, at first, obviously, when I got the game. Hmm very excited to like see the story and see what's up so I basically did for the first few hours I did everything it told me to do right yeah so I get to Kakariko village and obviously on the way that's where you use uh, Hetsu yeah um and I don't understand what that fucking maraca shit is about. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but that Zelda, I think yeah, I was, yeah, I think I was saying last sort of... last week, like the variety of the things yeah, in that exactly. world is what it's makes a nice, funny, goofy. Yeah. Um, so you, obviously, on the way to Kakariki Village, that's where you're supposed to meet him. And then yeah. he's like, "I need my maracas," and yeah. you're like, "Okay, I'll go get your maracas." And you get mm-hmm. them, and then he does a little dance and it shoots liquid out of it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, um, I think every, I'm always convinced most things in that game are kind of secretly a sex thing. Um, yeah, I, don't I, I do have some evidence. I have some evidence. Um, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there's a lot of sexual jokes in that game. Um, don't even get me started with the fairies. Um, oh yeah, there's like big. That is a fetish, mate. Yeah. Big women and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever upgraded your uh, armor all the yeah. way? Yeah. Oh, no, not all the way. So there's a different animation each time. So right. the first time, she does that sort of, like, kiss thing. Yeah. And, like, blows air at you. Um, the very last one, she grabs you and takes you into that uh, little well, uh, pool with her. Oh, and then know. as you... It fades to black, and then you come back, and Link goes, oh, oh. And she, she's, like, giggling and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I was like... I never got to the third one. I got the second one. What did she do there? I can't really remember. Hmm. I think there's four. Oh, okay. I think, I think, right. I think there is. I only found two of them. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's like, it's not that important, yeah, I would yeah. say. Um, but yeah, there's there's quite a few things. There's also a really dodgy side quest. Um, uh, do you want me to tell you? I mean, it's like... Yeah, um, yeah, man. Hit me, yeah. Um, so, you meet this, like... It could go either way, really. I guess that's the one interesting thing about it. But you can either meet... Oh, either one's going to be a spoiler. Okay. I will tell you this. When you go to the Zora's Domain, there's a, yep. there's like a little uh, little kid 
little fish kid yep. thing. And it turns out they've got this like pen pal that they, she's been um, sending um, uh, romantic letters to. And you're like, uh, yeah, I think I vaguely remember. I don't think I completed that one, but I maybe remember getting it. I think they're like, she sends them down a lake and then he okay. somehow sends them back up. I can't remember exactly how it works, but it turns out that, and like I say, it can happen either way. You could even, you could even meet either recip- uh, recipient mm. whenever you want. Turns out she's been sending love letters to like a grown ass man. And mm. but the grown ass man doesn't know it's a kid. Right. And you like never tell him or them. <laughs> you just complete the quest and you're like, <laughs> you what link? Like tell, tell them like, I don't know. I don't know what the age of like thingy is in Hyrule, but like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm maybe have it's to a res- very libertarian society with maybe no uh, age of consent. I mean, maybe the Zoras have a different idea of things, and maybe yeah. the Hylians do. You don't know how quickly fish age. That is true. That is true. Um, but they're pretty humany. They're very humany. I mean, one of the one of them's got an old crush on Link anyway. Yeah, that is true. That's like a recycled thing from Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had like a. a uh, same thing, uh, the fish princess who, right. uh, who's like, you're going to marry me, Link, when you're older and all that sort of shit. Yeah, so they did a similar thing. I yeah, went, great, yeah, yeah. another fish woman who, who's into Link. But it's a little bit more sincere this time. Like, Yeah, it, it didn't seem a problem. I mean, I remember going like, oh, that's funny, like, fish lady. Did you do all the memories and stuff? I didn't do all of them, no. So you didn't get the uh, true ending? No, no, I don't think so. So oh, basically, right. I... I <laughs> yeah, I, I did all the, uh, what are they called? The, like, ancient beasts or whatever. Divine beasts. Divine beasts. Um, and then I went and did the sword. And then I was like, I'd, I'd opened all the map. I was just like, oh, I sort of just want to go and see how this ends. Yeah, fair. Uh, so I just went for it, yeah. But I did think about going and do it all, all the other things. But then, yeah, I just thought... Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you've... On. you've uh, you know, you've not missed tons of story because the story's yeah. fairly light. Well, yeah, exactly. of, um, I mean that is what I sort of thought. I thought, you know, they're, they're all very nice, but ah, I don't think I'll be missing out on. No, this. no, uh, I think I, I, I liked the. Uh, oh, I don't. This is the thing. I, I want it to be an equal conversation, but obviously, I'm just. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, go, for it, a, go for it. I'm an idiot with this thing. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. Um, so, my conspiracy theory is... Right. And maybe I did send you a text about this. Um, but uh, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. Well, basically, when um, when they announced this game... Mm-hmm. It, obviously, we didn't know what it looked like. We didn't know what the title was. The only thing we knew is that AJ Arnie, the producer of the series, said that the goal of Breath of the Wild is to... Well, it wasn't called Breath of the Wild, but... Mm. Um, because the previous title, Skyward Sword, had gotten so much flack, not just... Um, reviews but also online right uh, thing and that it felt like the Zelda games were becoming stale like you know mm-hmm. exactly what you're going to get in every single game yep um, and so I guess they sort of took that to heart mm-hmm. they'll never say that but right but they're not fucking idiots obviously yeah. but they're obviously never going to say Nintendo never ever like say that mm. oh yeah we read the internet and we're going to do something they'll yeah. always always never play it off it. it yeah yeah I mean Miyamoto literally said when someone asked him about Minecraft like what does he think of the success Instead of actually saying the success is amazing, he went, "Oh, we were actually developing something like that a few years ago, but we couldn't." Right, I was like, yeah. "Come on, man, just say well done." Yeah. Like, he's like, "No, no, Nintendo are always on the on the pulse, you yeah, know." Like, absolutely. But um, so so basically, long story short, I don't believe that they just decided to redo everything. Like, hmm. but they said we're going to rethink the conventions of what a Zelda game is. Okay, and you know, 
uh, that's your your dungeons, your linear story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that basically, and um, rethinking combat. Like almost everything about Breath of the Wild has been some sort of like re uh, reboot in some yeah. sense. Okay, and uh, so you know, Zelda games were linear. Mm-hmm. We've got this open world thing. You can now go wherever you want. And they took that so far. Even yeah, to the point yeah, where you can go, go final boss if you want. Yeah. Don't know if you'll actually be able to do it, but we were going to let you play it, um, which is great. Like, yeah, why The not? fact that it doesn't break the game doing so, like, yes, your experience will be different, mm. but it's your choice. Yeah, you can't yeah, criticise yeah. the game for, like, not having much of a story because you just decided to skip right to the end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, like I say, combat. Uh, combat was usually, like, you go into a dungeon, you get a new item, you use the new item, uh, and you usually use it to defeat the boss at the end. Right. And then sometimes there'll be some contextual puzzles and all that. This game went, you get all your items right at the beginning. Yeah, you get all yeah. the runes. That's basically all, that's your mm. special items. Uh, and I, I guess your master sword as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even fighting bosses, the um, glowing eyes and stuff like that, all yeah, these, like, yeah, you know, yeah. these telltale things you'll get, all right, I know how to beat that then. Mm. Um, and the story of Breath of the Wild is literally they know about all the previous Zelda games, essentially. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, do you know, like, prophecy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the first time ever, they actually know all about this, and they know that it's happened before. Yeah. And they also know that Zelda is supposed to be the one to seal Ganon, as she does at the end of every, pretty much every Zelda game. Yeah. And, um, or you end up sealing them in some way anyway. Um, so obviously, the king hears about this, mm. and uh, and he sort of alludes to it, it, it when you first meet him, like he's, he's clearly very remorseful and all this sort of business. Yep. Um, he essentially goes, oh wait, so my daughter is uh, supposed to, uh, she's like the goddess, highly reincarnated and has to like mm. basically become this thing that yep. apparently she's been known to be for thousands of years. And he goes, get to it. And she's like, oh, but I want to like research. And he's like, no fuck that, do this. <laughs> and obviously what he ends up doing is alienate her and mm. she's sitting there going, you know, so I don't know if you'd seen it in any of the cutscenes and stuff, but in one of the memories she's trying to like tap into this power and it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so this is the thing with the memories. Yeah. So like, um, and, and I think maybe the reason why I wasn't overly drawn to the memories is because I haven't played the previous ones. So I guess are they all about sort of recontextualizing and um well and no. Of... No, oh, no they okay. just they just mention it in passing. Oh right, right, okay. Um it's more about um Zelda. Uh, yeah. the actual story is about kind of her. Like Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh essentially being pressured into being interesting. Yeah, um, so I didn't actually get any of that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like um, so as a big you know Zelda fan it was like mm. for me like strung a chord like sort of yeah, thing yeah okay interesting like this game that's reinventing itself and the story is literally about the pressures and expectations of the fucking character oh, the yeah. franchise is named after living up to this thing and fearing that she can't do it and yeah. so in this cutscene what happens is they go to this final sort of sacred place to see if she can like tap into the thing and it doesn't work. Mm. And then what happens? Fucking Calamity Ganon erupts and it's too late. Yep. And so everything kicks off. Link, uh, what is it? The king fucking gets killed. The guardians get murdered. Uh, Link gets killed. And it's right. like, which is crazy. I've never seen a Nintendo character get fucking smited. Yeah. And it's great. It's quite like weirdly emotional when it happens. Okay. like Because he does that classic thing of like where he tries to get up one last time yeah. and he just falls and dies. And I went, are these all in the memories? Then? These are in the memories. I don't fucking see any. Oh, well, I think about like Go four or five of them. <laughs> Go on. I, I yeah. think honestly, unless you feel compelled to like find the spots, yeah, 
just watch them on YouTube. All right, yeah, maybe I do. Because um, it is essentially just look at the picture, figure out where it is on the map. Yeah. That's basically it. And then mate. you can sort of see that painter guy who will give you some tips. Give you some tips, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even bother with him. Really? I just went, I'm going to figure it out. Mate. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, so, you know, the characters, this whole, like, she's... Like I, said, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I just feel like... There's too much there for it to not be the case. They yeah, right. They so say there's so expectations. So like channeling their own anxieties about remaking this game into the story. Exactly, and like you know, uh, redefining something that was, you know, uh, sort of started by Ocarina of Time, which is known as one of the best games ever made. Right, yeah. It was so good that they literally kept doing Ocarina of Time, and then when they kept it going, everyone went, "Well, we're bored of that now." Yeah. Right. What do you mean you're bored of? one of the most famous game formulas ever created. And they go, what do we do now then? Well, you've got to do it again. Yeah. But not again. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they fucking did, man. That's what blows my mind. (laughs) revolutionised that whole sort of open world thing. That's what I mean. How mind-blowing is it that they went, oh, we actually did it. Yeah. And the the story seems to be about that. Okay. Um, And uh, uh, do, uh, do, do you mind if I like bring up the last bit of dialogue in the game? No, mate. So it's in the secret all, yeah. ending, like you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Link and Zelda, you know, they're looking at the horizon, and she's like, "Oh, there seems to be something up with one of the divine beasts." And she's like, "Oh, you know, let's go check that out." And and she says, "Like, um, we've got a long way to go to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, refixing Hyrule." And mm-hmm. then she goes, "Who knows? Maybe even beyond." And they went, "What does that mean? Oh, beyond Hyrule? Like we've never left Hyrule? So like." Yeah, I was like, mine's like swirling at this point. I was like, what do you mean? Are we going to go somewhere else? That'd be cool. <laughs> um, but then, um, so the idea is that uh, this is context for another big game, but there's a there's like like there's like an a, there's a voice inside of the Master Sword. Um, it's it's a whole okay. thing. Right. It's, in, it's in Skyward Sword. It's probably the only actual clear connection between previous okay. games. But um, as they're leaving, um, Zelda says. Um, uh, you know, um, essentially, because I've been using my powers and stuff for a hundred years, I don't think I can hear um, the power in the sword anymore. You know, and obviously the whole game isn't about her right, getting this power. Yeah, yeah. And she might have lost it now. Like, and she turns and it gets really sad. And then she just goes, I find it hard to believe, but I can accept that. And she just smiles and like, Aww. and like the camera goes out and he goes, dun, 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 dun. And I went, that's kind of nice and, I, yeah. and it literally ends on the flower that's called the silent princess and I went see there's there some it there um, and like I said and the last point I'll make and it made me laugh so hard when I first played it so when you fight uh, what's he called Beast Ganon big yep. purple pig yep. do you remember how you kill him yeah yeah you shoot uh, big a, glowing bits and then a big eye in a big his, glowing eye yeah. literally one of the quintessential cliches of 3D Zelda and it's the last thing you do in that game. Right. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, nothing yeah. else in that game is cliche Zelda and the very last thing oh, you do... Is that a thing that appears in all of the other games? Then, it's you, um, basically, a, the eye. bosses will like have a big, like, uh, the first boss in Ocarina is to shoot the big glowing right, eye. Right. Um, because people would make fun of the boss design going like, they'll have a big glowing eye and go, ooh, yeah, and you'll yeah, go, okay. oh, I wonder what bit I'm going to hit. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of funny that in a game where you basically don't do anything you would call Zelda... The very final thing you do... Is one of the most, yeah, okay. like, uh, iconic Zelda things. And I just kind of went, that has to be deliberate. Yeah, like, of course. The last is. thing you do, like... Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And it's weird. And then uh, that line she says in the normal ending where she goes, like, do you remember me? And all that sort of stuff. And I went, is that almost saying, like, you've, you've played something that isn't really a Zelda game? Yeah, interesting. Does it, yeah. It's almost like going, do you feel... I, I'm, like I say, I might be going too far into this, but... Like, no, no, not at all, because I did not go really very much past the surface which is maybe you know (laughs) slightly did you like it when you could put the egg in hot water and it would boil yeah i did i I really liked that actually one of my favorite things was just trying different combinations of food going i made curry rice (laughs) i can make an omelet um yeah sorry so that was my uh, sorry that was my soapbox that was great that was really good um I'm going to be fucking insufferable when Tears of the Kingdom comes oh, out. I can't wait. <laughs> I That didn't sound genuine. <laughs> what are you on about? We were going to talk about um, Henry Cavill leaving The Witcher, but uh, Tom's not seen it, so doesn't get, obviously doesn't care that much. I have seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah. I thought you hadn't seen it. Yeah, no, no, I have. I just... Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought you hadn't seen it. No, no, yeah, I have seen it. Mate, I've been like a Witcher boy since day dot. I played the very first Witcher game that they're now remaking. Oh. Like before, when it came out on PC, my brother bought it. I misheard, I'm sorry. No, did you ever play the first one? Nope. It's fucking weird. Like the fighting is like a rhythm game. You have to like click the mouse rhythmically, depending on what stance you're in. It's sort of like a, a bit crap but i was just like <laughs> I, I was just well into the world you know it was, it was you know the time i was like yeah dark fantasy man dark fantasy, dark fantasy. i'm edgy i love it um but yeah and so, he has got a great voice oh yeah of course fucking girl i am fuck girl. shit you yeah. know that um but yeah which, turns, i mean you know henry cavill is basically just doing an impression of he was doing an impression of him and it's funny and it's charming i get xena warrior princess vibes but yeah i mean everyone seems really annoyed buy it because he was the best bit because he was the best bit yeah he looked like the only one who was actually enjoying himself that is true that is true it was always like annoying when they cut away from him yeah like i really found that bard annoying do you know who um do you know what i think he looks like cunt (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) i was gonna bring up someone i assume you've met him oh no no hit me chris kendall like, yeah. He doesn't like him, no, does he? Yes, yeah, he does. No, he, like, he looks 100%. like the spit of him. And yeah. I went like, mate, if Chris was playing this, he would have like, he would have eaten. Oh, he'd have been alive. so much better. He would have eaten that role alive. Yeah, they, he would have. Because been, Chris um, Kendall's not a cunt. He's cool. I no, he's great. He's, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, he doesn't think he is, which is what all, all the funniest people yeah. in the world. He'd have been. Do. He'd have been fucking great in that role, dude. He would have been insane. So if you want to recast anyone, yeah, recast him. Uh, that's probably a controversial take because I think the fans do quite like him, but. Um, <sighs> Fans are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were going to talk about it, but I guess we've just talked about we it We just now. talked about it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They're, re- they're replacing him with Liam Hemsworth, so... Liam Hemsworth, he's a marvel man, isn't he? I, have I seen him no, in that's, anything? No, uh, uh, that's Chris Hemsworth. Okay, what's Liam Hemsworth been in? Oh, fuck. Um, I've sort of recognised his face. He just looks sort of... He's just got a Hollywood face, hasn't he? Yeah. He could be any of those... Fuck. Any of those Chris's he, who he, are in Marvel films. I think he was either dating or married to Miley Cyrus at one point. I think that's all I really know him for. Yeah, fine. Honest. Yeah. Is that it? I, I can't think of a film that I've seen him in. I probably have seen him in something, but... Yeah. can't really think. Fuck. That well, was a good impression of Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you on about? It's time for some audience questions, which you know what that means. It means we don't have enough to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, winging it. Um, so we've got a, a question from uh, the lovely uh, Harrison, regular listener. Thanks for... Uh, I hope, Hi, I Harrison. Hi, how you doing? Um, so uh, your question is, what is the weirdest slash funniest Halloween costume you've ever worn? So we've just spoken about this. I... I don't think I've ever worn a weird. No, I've only ever done very minimal effort. Not like a zombie. skeleton. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a zombie. Torn an old t-shirt. I dress as. Um, oh, actually, um, wow. Okay, uh, this is a deep cut, and my mum will probably remember this more than I would. But Hit she's me with it. She's never going to be on this show, even if I ask her nicely. <laughs> but um, so for it wasn't Halloween. I don't think was it cats and. Was it Cats and Robbers or something like that? Um, I was in nursery, basically. Yeah. And they asked all of us to dress up as cats or something else. I can't remember what it was. All I remember is that I didn't want to dress up as either of those things. Yeah. And so I said to my mom, like, I was in nursery, so I would have been six, yeah. maybe younger. I said to my mom, oh, yeah, um, we're doing a costume thing and I want to be a skeleton. Okay. And she went, okay. She shows up with me as a skeleton and they're like... Why is he a skeleton? <laughs> he has to be a cat or something else. And I was the only skeleton. So um, I was uh, I was just roasting with the cats. <laughs> so we were doing like this, we were doing this little conga line and I was just a, I was just a skeleton. <laughs> I the remember coolest that. cat on oh, the yeah. block. Dude, I, I used to do that shit all the time. It's great. I'm like, I don't want to do that. How about I just do what I want? And like, real bad, real bad um, issue of authority, apparently, at yeah. school. Um, <laughs> that is very funny. Yeah, I wish we still have photos. Maybe we do. I'll try and find them. But um, um I think uh, I suppose the one that I do remember doing was when I was at uni. I occasionally did like a DJ night with one of my friends at a pub in Brighton called Fitz Herbert's, where we'd play like weird music. Um, and then my girlfriend at uni did a night there on Halloween or something. And we all got dressed up and I made a like robot suit. So I made like a gun arm out of like nice. tinfoil and cardboard. But then I just wrapped tinfoil like around my head and like pierced <laughs> holes for the eyes and a slit for the mouth. And then went to this like club night and almost died of dehydration. I was about <laughs> to say, yeah, when you were like sweating. So sweaty. But good heat conductor like yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, like, I was basically radiating. Oh and I think God. I nearly died. You were like, um, like a jacket potato. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, basically. <laughs> you were like, I've actually come as a jacket potato. Yeah. <laughs> Ding! Ding! He's I'm done. Wrap it and I'm He's literally... done, lads. Put some beans and coleslaw on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Alright, that's it. not bad. Like, um, <laughs> what was, um, I had one, what was it? Fuck. Um, oh yeah. Um, so this wasn't me. I promise this wasn't me. Oh, that, that's always a good yeah. opening. I, it's one of, it's one of those, but you just remember it. You don't, I, this sounds weird, but like, I did not think anything of it at the time, but, uh, I even remember his name, but I'm not going to say his name. And I also do know, I have checked, they have removed it from their Facebook. So they, <laughs> they clearly do know, and there's no chance they're ever going to listen to this. Um, but, um, this, this, uh, this lad, um, <laughs> uh, there was like a Halloween party that it was like all the like, cool kids at school. So naturally yeah. I was not invited. So I just had to see some photos on mm. Facebook. 
But this kid uh, who wasn't Jamaican, <laughs> um, you can see where this is going. I, can. Uh, decided, I knew it from the very offset where it was going. <laughs> um, decided to dress up as a Bob Marley. And um, it wasn't okay. just a wig. Oh. It wasn't just a shirt. It was the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yes um they yes they they tart, tart. yeah um yeah i don't even need to say it <laughs> but uh i remember it. it it was just one of those things that just popped in my head and i went oh and i was like yeah that was a facebook photo wasn't it and so i'm looking through it and yeah it's the same facebook account they've had since yeah, school of course that's gone of course it's that's gone. gone yeah it used to be the profile picture for a bit <laughs> I'm not kidding, but I remember like everyone at the time was like, "Oh man, yeah, he showed it. It was so funny." Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it yeah. was it was a sort of time where that, yeah, you know, little Britain. Yeah, and and my school was mostly white kids. I got to be honest. So yeah, yes, they, um So yeah, there's you know those sort of conversations weren't happening. Like unfortunately, well, exactly. um, we've all moved on, and that's for the better. Yeah, at least <laughs> he, we're not. Like, he's removed it from his Facebook, so he clearly yeah, knows. He's learned. Yeah, he clearly knows. Uh, or he wants to be employed. Um, like, who knows? Like, um, at least we aren't those two um, two girls who dressed up as the uh, Twin Towers. Do you remember that one? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was certainly a choice. Mm. Um, I think that is quite funny. It is quite funny, but it's one of those, like, only funny because I'd be like, I'd never do that. No, no, like, That's exactly. stupid. I, I think it's funny because it's a stupid thing to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, did you see... Um, there was a video circulating the other day. A, a, a lad uh, walked into somewhere in Boston dressed up as a Nazi. Walked into, but he walked That's into silly. a Jewish-owned pub. Oh, why is that? Is that for TikTok? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, uh, I don't know. Um, I just saw the video and was like, "What?" The fuck? I think maybe I've said, "Did he? Did he get punched?" By he almost his... got yeah. punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they were telling him to leave, and he was like, "Going, what the fuck? What's the problem?" It's yeah, like, right. Just was like, why are you dressed up as a Nazi? Like, it's not edgy. It's, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, well... I mean, our mate Jacob did it, but, you know, he did that for a sketch. Yeah. Context is key. Yeah, exactly. Um, he got paid for it. He got paid for it, exactly, yeah, exactly. And it was, you know, it was anti-Nazi, so... Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, that was good, that. That's one of yeah. my favourite Jack and Dean sketches. Thank you. Apparently that was that was controversial at the time as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, yeah. Funny, prescient. I, yeah, I remember um, it went on this uh, the trending page, which was nice. But they, um, this was during the uh, the sort of adpocalypse where you know YouTube was navigating the sort of like right, right, right. what they could, what could be on YouTube, what wasn't. And I remember that got into trending, and they wrote like a little bio explaining why it was there, which they had not done to our knowledge really for any other video. Didn't stop them from demonetizing it after uh, after a couple of weeks though. Oh, Wankers, that's a fucker because that did well, didn't it? Did very well. Would have uh, would have made quite a bit of money off that. Didn't know <laughs> because apparently saying that Nazis are bad. And the yeah. sort of resurgence, or at least yeah, the exactly, more the, outward-facing resurgence. Yeah. Like, apparently, that was a uh, that was too hot. Gags in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still on the internet. They can't get rid of it. Like, so there's at least that. Um, yeah. So I was just trying to think of one of the jokes that made me laugh at the time. Oh yeah, go on. Tell me, tell me why. You, tell me when you thought I was funny. <laughs> go on. Uh, it was something about the coasters. The coasters bit made me laugh. Oh, when we were doing it. Is it when he says, um, did you not think I'd recognise the coasters? And I go, yeah. I thought you'd think it was two dancing snakes. That's it. And he goes, yeah. I know what a swastika is, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not the dancing snake bit. It's, it's Jack saying, I know what yeah, a swastika yeah, is. <laughs> like, yeah. but I think, honestly, I, Jack would never say he was like the funniest thing uh, in yeah. the sketches and stuff. But I always thought him just being annoyed was funny. Yeah, man. He, like, he had really good delivery. Of that very good. At, like of The sort of slightly straighter... 
But he's not even like that in but real yeah, life. Like, yeah. That's what's even better. Yeah. Like, he's not like that in real life. Like, yeah. He's not that confrontational. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> or like blunt, sort yeah. of like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was always, always make me laugh with that sort of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Did, did you do that? Um, sorry, but did you do that sketch um, where it was like finger guns? Did you do that one? No, I didn't do that one, no. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just being about Jack now. Um, <laughs> But, um, oh, we should get Jack on. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'd be fucking great, obviously. Um, but uh, so basically what happens, you get shot. The idea is it's finger guns, but it turns mm. out somehow real bullets, whatever, oh, right, stupid right. internet sketch logic. But um, uh, you get sh- <laughs> uh, Bertie gets shot in the arm, and then but he gets shot in the chest or something like that. And I think he gets shot in the back or something. Mm. And he's like, get me an ambulance. And then Bertie's like, not to, you know, not to lesser this, but I got shot too. And Jack goes, in the arm. I've got a chest wound and I may never walk again. And like, the way he says I may never walk again, it sounds so real and uncomfortable. Like, and I was like, that's not a funny delivery, Jack. That's yeah. the, that just sounds like what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that makes it funny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. What the yeah. f- How did we get into that? Oh, I don't know, man. Costumes, that was it. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question, Harrison. <laughs> Sex. Who's asked what's your record for most wanks in a day? As if I'm going to answer that. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> what years? Or like, <laughs> I haven't. I didn't start for twelve years. <laughs> it was technically just one. Yeah, but I yeah, didn't go one. But I guess that's a different question. How long have you wanked for? <laughs> From the age of thirteen. What is your longest wank? To twenty-five. Um, <laughs> uh, no, obviously not twelve. That's baffling. Um, yeah, I'm not going to ask. Come, 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 come. What are your favorite? Uh, what are your favorite? Or what? What's your favorite? Or the most memorable advert from your childhood? Oh, right. Because I would say Silic Bang. Silic Barry Scott. Yeah, Barry Scott. Bang, and the yeah. dirt is gone. Apparently, he lived nearish me when we were growing up. And I think some people from school lived in the same sort of town. Oh my I used God. to get really annoyed when people would shout out, bang, the dirt is gone. Be like, fuck off. <laughs> that's right in funny. the street. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That might be completely apocryphal. I, I um, just remember like it inspired like a lot of like internet edits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those someone, sort of um, fast. The one I always wish I could have, I could have like, I've been trying to find it for years and I have, I've not found it to this day. But um, not that I spend every day looking for it. It just pops in my head yeah, a lot yeah, for yeah. it. Um, but I thought about it yesterday when I read the question. Mm. Someone did like a splice of all the adverts. And because um, obviously the more they do, the more sort of elaborate they would get. Yep. So they would have one where like Barry Scott would go in. Uh, these kids would like, you know, uh, fucking ruin a tablecloth. Or something. They'd be like, mom's going to be back. So what do we do? And then Barry Scott just shows up. <laughs> and none of them of go, he does. why are you here? Like <laughs> in the Silic Bang universe, that's a perfectly normal thing. To yeah, happen. he can just show up at any point. <laughs> But um, someone spliced that advert and they made it went, Barry Scott made such a mess of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and it was really like, just a re- oh, the delivery of it was just so weird. Barry Scott made such a mess of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. The more choppy, the better. Oh, it was, yeah. Um, but yeah, that really made me laugh. Um, like that Simpsons episode. It's like, 
the sweet candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sweet candy. <laughs> um, yeah, so Silly Band, that was always one I Yeah, remember. that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's one that I always, at school, used to find, I always used to sing the song from it, and it's not very good. What was it's from old? Do you remember BT used to have E.T. feature in their adverts? Yes, vaguely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And there was one. he be like, he wants to phone home, right? Yeah, yeah, and he like lived with this family, and there's one where the dad found his old album when he was in an eighties new romantic band right. called Stratosphere. Right, and uh, oh mate, I think I might still be able to remember the song. It cuts to it's like da 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 attention straight through the heart. My love is like a laser beam pointed straight at your heart, and yeah. I always used to sing that score. It was in like, I don't know, I was about 11, 12. I, I, I can't remember that. Nice. No, it's, <laughs> it's not very funny. No, I mean, but still, that's like, why, why that's a they, deep cut. It's BT a deep ad. cut, but like, why would, because this has happened a few times. Like, why would they take like these famous characters and just slap them in adverts? Yeah. I don't Is this because they made one E.T. movie and went, yeah, we need to make like, some money out of it. Probably like the late nineties, early two thousands. So, just everyone had a lot of money. <laughs> because, uh, what was the name of the kid in uh, Elliot? Wasn't it in ET? Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. yeah. God, I haven't seen ET a, since. There was an ad, there was an advert a couple of years ago, a Christmas advert where they reunited ET and the kid who played Elliot. Right. And he's yeah. like a dad. And yeah. I was like, that's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'd prefer them just to do that rather than make ET two. Yeah, yeah. As much yeah. as it would be so easy to make a billion better dollars. Better to shield John Lewis or whatever. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Better to shield them than to make a stupid legacy sequel. Yeah. Um, but uh, trying to think of the ones. Uh... I think we've done one each. Yeah. Go Compare was fucking annoying. Oh, he's that's still still, that's, Yeah, that's the thing, going. isn't it? Have you seen his... Um, he's now playing two characters. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just himself. Apparently, uh, he's like a proper, proper opera singer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Someone oh. in this place I used to work, I used to work in a school, and the music teacher's husband was like a, a bass singer, like oh. quite well known in like the opera world. And they were like good mates with him. They like sometimes go around his house or whatever. Amazing. I yeah. wonder how many times he get pissed off and start doing Go Compare. Oh, well, I just think it just made him more money than any opera singer has ever made. Probably. Because, I mean, good for him. You know, I don't know if it's the most lucrative career. A weird life. A weird life. Well, like I say, I've, I did a Protect Your Bubble ad and I'm still getting paid for that. So really? Like, yeah, man. Oh, so maybe maybe I just need to do adverts and just... Oh, mate. You know, this... I'd, I'll annoy an entire generation of people, but like... Ah, oh, fuck that. Who like, cares? <laughs> loads of money in ads, man. I guarantee the loads GoPair guy has like been in a pub and some wanker has gone like, you're fucking irritating you. Oh, up. yeah, of course. It guarantee. Must be, it must be an absolute albatross around his neck, but he's probably got a big ass. Yeah. So. I thought you said arse. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass confirmed. What are you on about? Tell us your campaigns to be the new prime minister. I'm sure you'll do a better job than those cunts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, uh, that was from uh, from Joey. Joey, Joey's depression. Joey's depression. Not Friend from the Joey plot. themselves. Just the, the, the <laughs> depression. Yeah. Um, let us know how you are, Joey. Though I know yeah. depression always speaks for you usually, but. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the thing is, would you and me campaign together or would you want to compete against each other? Cause ultimately that's oh, what would what? happen. So what, like me versus you? Yeah, Cause that, what, that is what would happen if, um, oh, I 
don't know. So what would your winning campaign be? I mean, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't take it seriously. If I'm being honest, I wouldn't take it that seriously because nobody else seems to. So um, yeah, I'd just be like basically just the opposite of what's going on right now. <laughs> Is good. I tell you, that sound appealing. I tell you what would be fucking good. I would obviously you need to have democracy. Mm. <laughs> but the problem is the people who put themselves forward who want to be politicians are just top tier arseholes. So if you could somehow rig some sort of jury system, right, where, you know, you get called up like jury service. They're like, right, you're going in the House of Lords for five years. <laughs> you pay you loads. Like you pay a hundred grand a year and you just get a cross section of like 500 normal people. I bet they could do better. Mate, that, that, honestly, I would watch it because they'd be like, Rap, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, um, they'd be so shit. Cool, to be honest, I don't really know what you've been talking about. <laughs> All I know is that you are a knobhead. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like what you say. And I don't like your glasses. Um, <laughs> twat. Twat. Jacob Rees-Mogg. What, that's not a name. Yeah. That's a Lord of the Rings character. Exactly. And that would just be that their contribution. That would be way better. Because I would say, right, let's be honest. I reckon maybe 5% of any population are irredeemable cunts. Probably, yeah. I am part of it. Yeah, of course. I'm a monster. Yeah. Um, But I reckon that's a better hit rate than the percentage of politicians who are irredeemable cunts. I reckon you're going on 60%. Yes, yeah, obviously. I mean, it's all a corrupt bullshit thing anyway, isn't it? So, you know, you could somehow cut that out uh also i i would maybe go i'd go quite you know broadly left wing mm-hmm. yeah but oh but i can see the i can see the darkness falling on you here we come <laughs> i would fucking bring back the death penalty but oh, oh for for who only for cunts who fucking throw litter on the floor man <laughs> Only for people who litter. And people who let their dog shit, because I rolled my fucking pram through a dog shit the other day. Oh my God, if I I could have guillotined the person whose dog that was, (laughs) I would have done it there and then with no remorse for their family. That's fair. So... Yeah, but I would also, because how do you police that? I'd have fucking drones flying around. You get... No, actually, no, this is going too fash. No, 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 I'm going to join in, because I was going to say, for people who don't let people get off the tube... Yeah, man. I think fuck them. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Just think... basically like antisocial behaviour, like real antisocial prickness. <laughs> so basically, you're not al- you're not allowed a one bad day. Yeah, well, you know, maybe the drone will just give you like quite a bad electric shock if you do one strike, <laughs> two strikes, you're out for the count. Three strikes, you're dead. Oh my god! Is the shock going to kill you? Or is no, it... no, no. The first one shock, you're like, oh, that oh. fucking hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second one, it maybe knocks you to the floor. Maybe knocks you out for a few minutes. You're like, oh god, I'm gonna feel. Sick. And this one, the third one, completely third one, incapacitate. Dead. Oh, oh, that one kills you. Oh, I third thought it was gonna dead. incapacitate you, and then they take you somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, maybe. They'll yeah. carry you off in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'll be like sat at the, you'll be yeah. sat at the beer garden. You go, oh look, oh, is that John? He was in our bed. He was a wanker. He had that coming. He like, did have it coming. But you know that. Four years, since the, four years since they put that bill in, and I'm surprised he's still here. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, His wife's fit. So, yeah. The idea of these people being dragged unconscious <laughs> through the air. And maybe all they've done is, like, litter. Yeah. Like, I mean, our, our, our uh, utopia has quite quickly descended into a sort of fascist hellscape. I mean, that, that wasn't people even, being carried away. That wasn't even the question. No, yeah. They, the question wasn't, 
what kind of horrible, <laughs> like, sort of a dystopian universe that's completely, like, bending to every single whim would you create? Um, um, people who put um, their bags um, next to them on busy trains and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, just stuff like that, I think, is irredeemable. Because if you do a crime, if you're hungry and you nick something, well, then, you know, you're f- fine. Yeah. If you're, you know, crimes of passion, you, I'm, you know, I'm, no sexual assaults, but, you Absolutely, know, if yeah. you, like... I mean, we I can know. throw them in as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there are tons of those fuckers being dragged all across yeah, the yeah. Thames. So, well, I mean, I think that would count as quite high-level antisocial pay. <laughs> that is definitely on the on the Nando Spice level. Yeah, that is, uh... so, so, you know, as long as you're, you know, not negatively impacting anyone else too much, you're fine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, like, you know... You know, you're not going to get it thrown away for, like, a tweet or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, and And then also, to balance this out, because it's sounding quite horrible... We'd have, you know, universal, but yeah, everyone gets free housing. Everyone gets oh, know, yeah. all that sort of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. just don't be a fucking dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. And it's purely down to my sensibilities as prime minister. Yeah, it was like, and, you know, don't be a dickhead. Um, but I also want to be clear, if someone has a plant with them on public transport, don't bring attention to it. I'm saying I'm straight. I'm sending you straight <laughs> to the bottom of the sea. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's very specific. But I know people who've experienced it. Yeah, I know people who've experienced it. Really? Take a fucking plant with you on a train. Someone has to point it out to you. Really? They'll, they'll just point and smile at it. They get plant. I always <laughs> find um, taking. So I sometimes have to take my kit on public transport and a big like boom mic. That's basically a dickhead magnet. But it's always fine. You know, people are usually very nice and go like, oh, but is that your cat? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's actually called a dickhead. You know, it's fine. But then sometimes people are just really fucking weird. And then sometimes people just like, are you with the BBC? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, it's really? Freelancer. And they're like, fucking hate the BBC. Oh, I'm my like, oh, God. You're fine. It's like, it's like propaganda. I'm like... I okay. couldn't give less of a fuck, mate. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm just, just going to work. Yeah, just leave me alone. I'm just going to work on a fucking YouTube sketch, so fuck off. Um, yeah, so we just created a horrible dystopian, yeah, dystopian world there. Yeah, so... I mean, I mean, we don't actually mean anything. We just said, obviously. <laughs> the dog shit thing. The dog shit thing I do mean. So we've got our last question is from uh, our lovely friend Joe friend of the podcast and a friend of ours in real life. Well done, mate. Um, I've got a random beeping in my ear all of a sudden, but that does tend to happen whenever I say Joe's name. Yep, there goes mm-hmm. the other one. Yeah, I've just got this weird beeping in my ear now for some reason. It will go away. Actually, is that a... It's genuine, it's like going it's... beep in my ear for some reason. It did it the other day. I told you, mate, um, as soon as I hit 30, all sorts of stuff's happening Oh, okay, right. No, I, I was just... Waiting for the punchline again. No, no, no that, that was just a real it. thing. That was just a real thing. Oh, man, that um, might be a little bit of uh, tinnitus. I get that from going to lots of gigs. All so, oh, right, yeah, I think it might be from my girlfriend yelling at me all the time. It was a joke, obviously. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> She'll never know. Anyway, we got a question from Joe, and I think it's a pretty good one. Uh, so thank you, mate. Thank you for uh, giving us a uh, giving us some material. Um, so he he texts me, didn't didn't tweet. He texts me. He gets he gets a, straight know, to the horses. Now. Straight in speed dial. Is that sort of thing? Oh fucking me. Um, question for the pod: a film you've pretended to like, and that's a very good one. I think that is a good one, and that is 
tricky. Have you got one? I do. I've got a little story, but yeah. you know, I'm sick of my own voice. Uh, no, no, you hit me, man, because yeah? I need some time to think. Do you want me to hit you as well? Yeah, please. Right. Oh. Have you got something? You need not, to put effort in. Not yet. If you have, what do you mean not? Oh. <laughs> right, think of something. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Jesus. It's um, quite grim. <laughs> oh, that man. is antisocial. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. <laughs> um, anyway. That actually hurt. Anyway. Um, you got, you got strong bones, mate. Mm. Um, drink a lot of milk? Um, yeah. Is it cum? Is it? <laughs> I drink tons of cum. A lot of cum. Um, that's actually another question that we didn't answer. Do you drink a lot of cum? Yes. Me too. It's delicious. It's good for your teeth. I think I'm getting those mixed up with milk. I'm not sure. Tastes the same. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, film, pretended to like. Um, yes, I have pretended to like uh, a film before. Cool. Uh, it was only, uh, it was in 2017 that I pretended Recent. to like a film. Yeah. So, um, you know that film, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Yes. Very contentious movie within mm-hmm. the Star Wars fandom. And just people who, I don't know, don't like films. Yeah. Uh, I'm only kidding, obviously. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I've, don't worry. I've heard every argument. You do not need to tell me what it is. I've heard right. them. Um, basically, um, there's a place I, uh, I would go uh, every Christmas Eve uh, to meet old sort of school friends and nice. drink. And obviously that year, mm-hmm. the Star Wars movie would come out. So, you know, inevitably, start talking about it. And, you know... As soon as I say I like it, this entire table just erupts into their own conversation. So all of a sudden, I'm out of it. I've just started a whole right, yeah, table-wide yeah. discussion. And I remember they're like, going, oh, I'm so crap. And like one of the guys, when this guy was like going, what was all the fucking women? You know, it's so yeah, SJW classic. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like someone literally went, uh, what was it? Social justice wars, anyone? And all that. And, mm. they'll go, oh. yeah. and then one of them went, it's a good movie but it's not a good Star Wars movie. And, like, uh, and I literally, all my eyes almost like <laughs> shot out of my skull and out of the planet's orbit. Like they might've landed in yeah. Luke's hand on his planet. Like, but um, actually I'll, like opinions like that also classed as antisocial behavior and will get taken away by the straight drones. Straight in, straight fire through the sky. <laughs> um, so yeah. So obviously I was like, Oh my God, I'm sick of this. I've already, I've already been kicked out of both tables now just by saying I liked the movie. Right. So I went, right. I'm going to have another conversation. And so I looked to the left and this guy, I don't know who the fuck he is. Um, he's not saying anything though. So I went, nice. I went, have you seen any good movies this year? And he went, yeah, I've seen uh, Aquaman. <laughs> I have not seen it. <laughs> and I went, yeah, yeah. It was really decent actually, wasn't it? Because I just didn't want to have this yeah, conversation. right, right. And I went, yeah, I thought the villain was pretty decent. He goes, yeah, yeah, it was quite, yeah, yeah. He goes, a little bit better than usual. And I went, yeah. And um, I said, uh, oh yeah, uh, Nicole Kidman's in it, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. the mom. And I go, yeah. I said, what was her deal? I said, did she die? And he goes, well, yeah. And then he reveals that she, um, she actually was alive all along. And it's protect. I went, oh yes, that was true. So I basically just lied <laughs> all the way through by asking him a conversation about the movie. And because it's like generic enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you just say things like Jason Momoa is really good in it, isn't it? You can tell he's having fun. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, he does, man. He seems to love the role. And like, sit there. It's, honestly, it's kind of fucked up that essentially <laughs> I just lied for this entire conversation. Um, but yeah, I just did it just to not have like, and this was only the end of the year. So like, obviously Last Jedi had only come out a week before. Yeah, right. Um, so like, oh, even by that point, I was already sick of people saying that they didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so I, to get out of that, I just lied about seeing Aquaman. 
And then Fair I, enough, man. I mean, that's probably better than having those. I feel bad using that guy as my like sort of. But I mean, it sounds like you know he was keeping Sturm, he was keeping quiet, he was just happy for the conversation as well. It's true, it's true. But I did use him. Um, yeah, it, it, like it, we can't forget that I did sort of socially engineer that. Um, oh, yeah, right. Slightly sociopathic <laughs> behaviour. Um, <laughs> I just used him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, you know, I saw him and went, "What can I do with this guy?" <laughs> Picked him up like he was a sim. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just went for his dying all options and just went, yeah, pick this, pick yeah, this. Done. I've got the friendship done. level up. Done. The little green bar's gone up. Like, um, you're acquaintances now. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I did that. And uh, I still never forget, especially because it went so well. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I actually did watch Aquaman. And uh, was it good? quite enjoy myself actually so so sorry mate whoever you are um but you actually were right you were right so fair play jason momo was having fun he was having fun and i was having fun with him oh um right i i mean i think because i actually tend to be honest yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah yeah um because also, I think, like, my group of, like, mates from home and stuff, we don't really talk about films and stuff that much. It's not uh, it's not really a big thing. So I would never really have to pretend that I like something. I mean, it's only, like, sort of YouTube lot that all talk about films loads, and I just sort of, you know, yeah, it's, it's quite nice. Just say of, they're irritating. They're not, they're actually not irritating. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I was just deliberately throwing you in it. <laughs> No, no, it's, you know, it's... I can say see, like, I've known passionate. them longer and they're well annoying. Um, I mean, sometimes it can strain to it. Well, I mean, it's it's annoying. It's not annoying, but... I'm teasing, They, they the do, they, you know, some people do talk quite deeply about Marvel films. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did, I did just, like, do a slightly deep rant about a Zelda game, so, you know. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's better. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's an elf. Yeah. It's a little elf. Yeah, but... Yeah, actually, maybe you're right. Little elf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, I suppose actually, once um, I went to see the lake house with a girlfriend, Ooh. Um, and she really liked it. A lake house. It's it's a time traveling rom com with Sandra Bullock. Is it? Or Julia Roberts? That's not the one with Keanu Reeves, and is it? And Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, they I both live in the, the same house. Maybe that's no, a different one. that's a different one. It's probably a similar concept, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Both live in the same house at different times. They're like writing to each other. They write right? to each other through the letterbox, and it's fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. I've never seen it. Um, but, you know, I think we were quite new, and I was in my sort of mid to late teens so not quite the probably not quite the movie that you'd want to be seeing no no no. and i was just uh i think trying to hmm, trying to stay on her good side things i've lied about (laughs) just to get my leg over well exactly Um, i mean to me that's the only reason you've sometimes not even said my real name yeah well that's not true Um, i should have said that (laughs) That's not true. I've never ever just said my name to someone else. Um, what would that even achieve? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that girl doesn't like anyone called Dean. <laughs> Hi, my name's uh, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is long. Going off of that, though, I do think it's interesting, like, why you would pretend. Yeah, like well, it. exactly. Um, is it to... So I would guess that you're thinking it's to appear cool. Maybe like, oh, yeah, I really love uh, Breathless, the new wave French film. Right. Is that a real film? It is a real film. Oh. Yeah. And okay. actually, my... So my wife is like she's into a like new wave french films and her oh. dad put it on one day and at christmas <laughs> and I, was, I was i was sitting there and it was like maybe one of the first times i'd spent christmas there i was like why fuck are we watching breath <laughs> <laughs> that's weird like i mean can i can i just put snowman on yeah like my, my dad made us watch um fucking what was it called uh it was the newest james bond um was it Skyfall? Oh. Um, oh, piss. What's it called? Oh, the the oh, latest one. Yeah. No Time to Die. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. You put on that. And I was like, it's not a Christmas movie. Also, it's like three hours long. Like, it's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, um, I mean, Bond is quite Christmassy, though. You, you get the old Bonds all repeated around Christmas. True, but, true. I mean, I'd much rather watch, like, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. That, like, was, to me, would seem quite okay. Christmassy, you know. I like guess, an old Bond. I guess my thing, it was like, it wasn't a communal decision. Yeah, My right. dad just well, went, we're watching this, Bond. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's three hours long, and that's what we're going to watch. Uh, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was okay. It was an okay film, but... Yeah. Um... Yeah, I've I've also um, uh, this isn't necessarily funny, but I have um, I have sometimes softened my thoughts on a film if somebody says like, "Oh, I really liked it." Yeah, interesting. I, yeah, you know, I don't like outright hate a lot of things, mm. um, but um, like Batman vs Superman, I don't have a single good thing to say about that movie, yeah. and I will never pretend that yeah. I don't like it. I've got a friend, lovely uh, lovely friend called Jake. He's a big fan of DC and stuff, and he loves those films. He loves his bits. Yeah. He's got so much passion for him and all that. And I'll tell him, I go, I mean, they're shit. <laughs> and he thinks it's really funny because we'll still have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We'll still yeah. chat and like go, and I'll be like, so what's this? And he'll, you know, he'll explain certain things, and you know, he'll go like, oh, it's in the comic book. I go, well, is it in the film? And he goes, no, but it's in the comic book. I go, well, it doesn't count. Yeah, sorry, right, but it right. doesn't count, mate. And he go, yeah, I know, but as a fan, like, I don't, need, you know, that's yeah, 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 yeah. So we never have a fight about. It. We just have an interesting chat. Yeah, that's interesting. But sometimes I get like. Sometimes I get a vibe like if I say I thought it was shit or yeah. like or I didn't think it was very good. I feel sometimes I worry with certain people I'll like upset them or something. Yeah, and it's it's not that everybody. It's a bit presumptive, isn't it? Yeah, a bit sort of like dick swingy. Oh, I think it's shit. Yeah, like I never yeah. out, like outrag. Yeah, um, I watched a fucking cracker of a film yesterday, man. Oh yeah, um, The Guard. Oh, I thought that was shit. <laughs> Sorry. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, no, it. it's really good. It's, um, so it's, it's by the guy who did another film that I really love called Calvary. Both star, like, Brendan Gleeson, the oh. Irish guy. who's fucking brilliant. Yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. Just everything. Um, and it's John Michael McDonough, who's the brother of Martin McDonough, who... Uh, did like um, in Bruges. Oh, and he's do, done that one that's out. Banshees of, Banshees of Inisha, Inisha, or something like that. Yeah, I heard that movie is really good, mate. He actually, I think he might be one of my favourite like writer directors because he's also a playwright. I've seen about four or five of his plays, and they've all been 
fucking brilliant. Like Bryony loves the theatre, and you know, we before having children, we used to go fairly regularly, and I'd always be like, "Yeah, it's a fucking Martin McDonagh man because it's gonna be good." Um, <laughs> So this amazing play called like Hangman that's about oh yeah I've heard of it yeah yeah, yeah. it's about um, this hangman who on the day that capital punishment is banned so he just goes back to work in this pub oh and then this like weird man turns that's just fucking great really okay good. that's a fun one yeah yeah that's a fun and starting point yeah man and a strange day one. of emotions that would be yeah like um a, a very clubs. very dark tale or something it's called which was about hans christian anderson oh okay. um light <laughs> yeah no but he got all his ideas from a like pygmy woman that he had locked in his attic what? <laughs> yeah it's like really fucking weird and it sort of goes into the like um the brutality of like empire because it was the Belgian empire that were basically the fucking worst and just oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah. decimated the like sort of pygmy people and stuff like that but just really good like really funny Jim Broadbent plays Hans Christian Andersen oh fun okay it's just really fucking good but anyway his brother wrote The Guard and I think you'd like it man it's really funny okay it's uh, set in this the like west coast of Ireland Galway this tiny little town and there's just this copper who's, you know, just sort of getting on with life, doesn't really have much of a purpose, mm. Brendan Gleeson. Um, and, but then this, like, FBI agent turns up because there's a huge drug smuggling right, thing that's going right. on in, like, Galway Bay. And it just has loads of, like, it's really interestingly shot because it's all shot in, like, Galway in this tiny, like, village in Ireland. But they, like ramp up the saturation so it looks like LA you know and characters inexplicably they like he meets an IRA guy who just has a 10 gallon hat on it's just like so there's loads of like weird American references like they go to a diner even though they're in like Gore and yeah but yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it's really funny Brendan Gleeson's just fucking great I mean he's great at basically everything he's yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah um but he's yeah he's really good but okay. I would recommend that I think you'd think you'd like it okay yeah, and the then guard. I was waiting for you to be like, and this was all a ruse. I <laughs> pretended to enjoy this. Yeah, no, I, I, maybe I, I waiting, should have done that. Yeah. I, wait, I was waiting for it. I was but waiting for it. I can't even do it because I just really love anything that either of those brothers do. I mean, I prefer I prefer sincerity rather than, yeah. you know, gaslighting people and social engineering. Like <laughs> I just basically told everyone I, I do. Um, oh, it was a one-off. It's the only time I've ever done that, just yeah, to be clear. Um, so Tommy was being actually sincere. Yeah. Unless he hasn't, I'll, I'll know as soon as we turn off this episode. Ooh. He'll turn it off and go, bunch of idiots. Am I being sarcastic? Is he being Do honest? I actually hate this. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that should be a segment. Is Tommy lying? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Is Tommy Lying? The segment where, is he lying? You'll never know. You'll never know. What are you going to bring up to us today? Human rights. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> like, like, right. I think that everyone. Crack my knuckles. I think that everyone should have them. <laughs> Okay, what angle are you going with here? Like, do you want people to think you're not for them? Or like, oh, like make up your mind. Is Tommy lying? Let us know. What music. Do we have music? Yeah, let's do let's do a quick music. Yeah, do a quick one. Yeah. Um so we haven't got any I don't have a theme or anything. I just heard some cool songs and uh Yeah, man. Um so we we think it's it's quite fun if we pick songs based on like 
a category like we yes. did spooky songs last time uh but we can't think of them and we always leave this till too late so if you've got any ideas you know it could be your favorite uh cover that's better than the original or you know something like that you know favorite a criteria favorite song to listen to and walking in the rain or yeah exactly what well, songs make you walk faster yeah so or... send those in uh and then that will what, be quite fun what music do you fuck to here you go. Yeah. Give us one. Um, yeah. so I just record the sound of me crying. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way I can sustain an erection. <laughs> I usually, um, I usually um, put on um, far right conspiracy podcasts. <laughs> um, just something quite powerful about sort of learning to mute that out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's probably quite a it's good quite, life skill. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, uh, I've always kind of considered it to be like p- the potential for like sort of a performative art, performative art thing, like an art installation. Yeah. Not like real people. I mean, that would be quite pretentious, but maybe some like sort of really off looking animatronic people. I think, mate. You think real? You should have real because that, that is modern art. That is modern art. If you've got real people. It's not going to be me, just to be clear. (laughs) I will get some like people who actually want to do that. I'll get, yeah. And also they don't actually have, just put a little cloth. Yeah, exactly. You could be simulating it, of course. Exactly. That's why I thought maybe some creepy animatronics. Actually, that would be quite horrible, wouldn't it? I want some like the... jerky robot fucking. Mate, I, do you know what? Tangent and a half. But um, I saw, um, I went to a theme park in Germany. Yeah, and um, yeah. And one of the things was, uh, uh, it's a, a, a water ride. Um, no like falls or anything like a water ride, mm. but it's about um, cinema. Okay. Like Hollywood. So it's got all these horrible fucked up animatronics that are just nice. so old. But at the start of the ride, there was an animatronic Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> And it is one of the most unhinged looking things I've really? ever seen. It's like, oh, like his eyes like blinking and shit. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, <laughs> I have a video of it. Um, it was years ago. Um, I don't know why I brought this up. Whatever. Point is. Yeah, we'll get that. Get that. Animatronic into the art installation. We're going to have it. We're going to have it uh, as a guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have the animatronic Alfred. <laughs> um, so have you got a song? Yeah. Yeah, well, so we haven't got a criteria this week, so nope. I'm just going to go with a fucking banging tune, man. Nice. Um, and I'm going to go for Attack Music by These New Puritans. Okay, I've not heard it. Uh, yeah. Naughty, naughty. No music clips allowed. Listen to this nice song on our Spotify um, playlist. So these you new piece Puritans, of shit. I heard this when I was at uni again, um, and it was in a record shop. I think Boundary Records in Brighton, maybe Resident, one of them, it doesn't matter. Um, and I just heard it and I was like, what the fuck is this, man? This is great. And the bloke was like, yeah, it's the, these new Puritans. Uh, so I went, I <laughs> bought it and then I was like astounded. So these new Puritans, I'd sort of heard of them vaguely before. They were just like, you know, around the late 2000s, there was a lot of that sort of yelpy, like scratchy post-punk stuff. It won't particularly good but this album it's all like fucking bass clarinets and like bassoons and tubers and like mad your alley (laughs) yeah mad like deep brass and woodwind but then their drummer is amazing um and and like huge big like japanese taiko drums and um and then there's like foley in there so there's like swords being scraped like glass oh, smashing. Damn, okay. there's like percussion um 
And yeah, it just sounded unlike anything I'd ever heard. And I was just like, this is great. I bought the album and it's just absolutely fucking brilliant. Because the singer has got one of the weakest voices I've ever heard. He's like quite crap at singing and holding a tune. <laughs> but he just writes all this amazing music and then sings over the top of it. And it just, it's absolutely phenomenal. And then I remember I saw them at a festival called Lounge on the Farm. And annoyingly, the band before had overplayed, so they couldn't play their whole set, but they came out. He was in a chainmail shirt. Amazing. <laughs> and they just like, they rigged up all these chains coming from the ceiling that they were like hitting as percussion. Oh, and okay. Two, two bass clarinets just came on and sat on the side. I'm sure this wasn't Slipknot you watched? No, um. no. But it was sort of like Slipknot crossed with, you know, like Penderecki, you know, like yeah, yeah, mad yeah. classical music crossed with... Like Slipknot, um, but yeah, the whole album is absolutely, absolutely brilliant. I, yeah, Sick, I think you'd huh? like it actually. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I've I've enjoyed everything you've recommended so far. So it's like, um, but like, I'm bad with music these days. Like, I've, my attention span is like ridiculous. well, no, so am I. Is why you'll probably notice that all the music I recommend is from. <laughs> my sort of 20s or late teenage oh period, yeah that's when yeah. i just listen to new music constantly i just sometimes i find it i find it hard to yeah i find it hard like because like i can't listen to like bands i enjoyed that much when i was a teenager anymore because they've either been the, ruined by something yeah or they're just a bit cringe or they're a bit cringe like panic at the disco they yeah. are getting absolutely fucking demolished now like they? they're, they they're a joke they're a joke right. like they're bad um, so do you know what I'm going to bring up? I was going to bring up something else, but I'm going to do it. It's a crowd pleaser. I don't give a shit. Yeah, man. Um, so I used to like Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Uh, they suck um, uh, now anyway. I mean, I'll go back and I'd be nostalgic about songs and stuff. Hmm. Um, but they suck. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. But when Save Rock and Roll came out, um, they did a song with Elton John and it was embarrassing. <laughs> Elton John is not embarrassing. No, the song no. is embarrassing. Um, it was bad. And everything else they made after that. It's bad. I mean, one of the lyrics was, I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker colour. Yeah. Yep. Um, sick. Uh, and then Panic Disco uh, is just one guy now. It's not Panic Disco. It's Brendan Urie using a name so that he can mm. show up on Spotify. Um, right. <laughs> and it sucks. Uh, and it's bad. And all he does is write songs about, uh, I don't know, gambling and clubbing. Like, first Panic That's album. Strange. Honestly, first Panic album, yes, it's it's very ropey, and it's definitely the album made some by some very very horny young men. But yeah, but it's yeah. an album about them navigating. That, that's what, what it is all to rock and roll is made yeah. by and about. It's like quintessential shit yeah. like that. It, it, like that first album was about some young men who not only were um, you know having this whirlwind success moment, but also for a very unconventional, well, sorry, an unprecedented sort of way, and that was through online. It was with MySpace thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. All that sort of stuff. So, you know, the album's about that and it's really interesting and it's something that when I look back on it, I go, yes, it, who knows if it will age well. I don't think it even ages well now, but mm. but it's an interesting little album. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it will stay that way. An interesting snapshot. Yeah, it's like a snapshot. It's like a little time capsule. Mm. And then they got too famous, did shitloads of drugs and then they did the second album where it was like the Beatles and yeah. it, was, it was weird. Um, but I look back on that one and go, hey, at least it was better than... It was the it was the last album before they split up, right? And then, um, what's his name? Uh, Rivers from uh, Weezer decided to teach Brendan Urie how to write songs, and Ooh. unfortunately, <laughs> yep. Uh, and it all went. Weezer's bad. first album is great. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. But the yeah, diminishing returns. Similar, similar uh, diminishing timing, returns. Yeah. They, 
So I'm going to tell one band from my uh, from my thingy. Um, I'm going to say Paramore. Fuck it. Nice. That band to me, uh, apart from their self-titled album, that was a bit of a miss, but that's yeah. okay. You know, um, that band goes from strength to strength for me. Anyway, nice. Like even if the music isn't particularly great, Haley Williams as a lyricist is just great. Cool. She's she's honest but also cryptic in the best way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good combination. She's yeah. got this nice like sort of mix between. Um, just talking about even as simple as things like, you know, aging. Yeah, yeah. And I know, yes, I know that obviously that's not exactly fresh territory. Like, Yeah, of course. But it's, it's a about universal it's... experience. You know, exactly. Everyone, and it's and it's someone that Hayley Williams isn't that much older than me. So yeah. her singing it feels more connected to me. So yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, if I heard, I don't know, what's that guy? For, I don't know. If I heard the guy from Guns N' Roses, I've forgotten his name now, shit. Uh, Axel Rose. Axel Guns N' Roses, man. <laughs> um <laughs> If I heard him talk about being old, it's like, it wouldn't be quite the same. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't grown up right. with him. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, He's just yeah, been yeah. old forever for me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so for her, like, you know, it's one of those things where I go like, I don't know, even though I'm a fan, so we've been on a similar yeah, journey yeah, of yeah, life, you yeah, know, yeah, that yeah, sort of absolutely. thing. Um, so they wrote a song called This Is Why. It's for, a, I think the album's just called This Is Why, I believe. Naughty, naughty, no music clips allowed. Listen to this utter banger on our Spotify playlist in the show notes. Um, you silly tosser. It's the subject matter is a bit eye rolly. I won't lie. It's it's literally about like how. Uh, I mean, it literally says that if you have an opinion, maybe you could shove it or just keep it to yourself. You know that sort of thing. Where she says that the chorus is issue. This is why I don't leave the house. You say the coast is clear for me, but you won't catch me out. Like right. it's like essentially going like, like cancel culture yeah, stuff okay, right. which is a little bit like oh god like oh you can't say anything anymore yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. i don't think that's quite the angle but right um there's like constant online conversation and now it's like non-stop and doesn't matter the what discourse. you say the discourse yeah and i obviously went like all right that's not exactly why i listen to power i listen for more ex- existential sort yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah but it's catchy as fuck and i really like it and nice. they just they don't disappoint me. They haven't disappointed me yet. Great. No, like I say, they, they've aged along with me and I feel like they did they represent me. one member of the band try and be like a SoundCloud rapper? Yes, he did. I saw this yesterday. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. It yeah, must have been a tweet I, 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 Yeah, I liked it. Maybe it showed up. Or I don't know who retweeted it. Yeah. But it's proper embarrassing. Um, do you want to play a clip of it? <laughs> Proper funny, uh, really embarrassing. He didn't age very well. <laughs> so, so shit. Uh, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sure you're a lovely guy. But um, I don't think he was kicked out of the band. I don't know. But no. but very bad, very embarrassing. Uh, hope you you get... did a cringe. You did a cringe. It's fine, we all do it. In front of everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but hey, we can't talk. We've, we're doing podcasts. That's like, you know, literally. I mean, to be honest... All social media posts are, to a different degree, some level of cringe. They are, yeah. Every single one. Yeah. I wish I'd say I was free of it, like I was beyond cringe, but I'm not. I'm not. No, no, We're all good. kind of cringe. Yeah. 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 Maybe Paramount, you know, cringe to other people, you know? Things I think it's are rejected. Got to, you know, embrace, embrace it. 
I mean, ultimately, you know, we all end up in the same place, you know? Yeah. Presumably. Unless you're mega rich, I'm sure there's some sort of probably fucking plan B that they've got involved. Yeah, <laughs> they've got it there. Definitely. Um, if there's only so- justice, they will end up in scorn. <laughs> Uh, um, so I would say on the topic of cringiness, um, if, um, I'm going to ask this of you and I guess this is where we're going to wrap up, but, um, so if I die before you, Tom, once you hear the news, Mm -hmm. I want you to say this. Okay. So someone goes, and I know what you got to know what it is. So Tom, uh, Dean Dobbs has has died. That's cringe. (laughs) That's what I want you to say. <laughs> okay. You have to do that for me. Right. Yeah. Obviously, you can do it to yourself. You don't have to do it in front of them because you might. But have... just, it has to be said. Yeah. Th- this is evidence. <laughs> okay. That it's right. okay. Right. I will, I will endeavor to do that for you. All right. Should we end it now? Yeah. Hate you. <laughs> Cringy fuck. Stinky. Have a bath. <laughs> <laughs> that is good advice just evergreen advice yeah just have a bath or a shower maybe you want cost of living yeah go away